Geek fans, on this episode of The Raving Geeks, we'll be bringing you a little bit of Infinity Wars trailer news, uh, some Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom news, and talk about why I think the MCU is overrated and probably should end, while Steve says that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And why she's wrong. And why I'm wrong, according to Bryce, on this episode of The Raving Geeks. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> People are too blinded by the MCU, but we will get into this in a second because first we need to hit our bit of news. Because we're going to get blinded by the MCU with the Infinity War trailer. <laughs> oh my God. I have a lot to say. Prepare I will say, to not see. What? Prepare to not see. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Hot takes starting with you guys. Okay. What do you guys, what did, what did you think of the Infinity Wars trailer? I loved it. I got goosebumps. I got it was so amazing. Goosebumps. I got shivers and then goosebumps and then little tiny goosebumps on top of the little goosebumps. That Your goose's goosed. head bumps? Yes. They were all, there were several levels of bumps. A little snowman. But yeah, it, <laughs> all of the things that I saw, just, I don't know, just comparing, now you shouldn't do it because one's good and one's not good, but like the Avengers and then like the Justice League. It's like, I watched Justice League. I was not impressed. And then this, it was like, it checked all the boxes for like what I want in like a superhero team up. And it was like, <laughs> I like all of these people. I care about what happens. I can't wait for Thanos to kill basically all of them. It's going to be awesome. All these people I love. I can't wait to see them die in front of my face. Thanos, the guy that looks like the lead actor from Pawn Stars. You mean (laughs) Thanos, the guy that, like, they spent millions of dollars to build up to this big bad guy, and he literally looks like TLC's the lead of Pawn Stars. He's better than Steppenwolf. He's better than a Steppenwolf boy. Steppenwolf, (laughs) Steppenwolf, I would at least take at least, like, original character design. Like, Thanos, I looked at that, and Uh, I was like, you look like a, like, muscular Peter Griffin. He does look like a thumb. He looks like a thumb. I'll give you that. He looks like the bad guys from Spy Kids Island of Lost Dreams, the little thumb people. Yes. That Alan Cumming like controlled. I love it, because he's so, he's, like, it's so, like, that's him. That CGI looks really good, though. Yeah. No. Like, he, it looks Not even like, a little bit. He like comes out of the portal and it's like he looks like a, a living thumb. a living thing. Like I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a guy. No. It's a big purple man with no hair. Wrong. <laughs> and wrong. many chins. All would you have liked wrong. would you have liked it if he was wearing more armor like Guardian so you don't have to look at his big purple head? Probably. Maybe. I feel like it's it it's the top okay, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like out. eyes up is like what's my problem. That is me. a bit it's of a like, gripe with me too. It's like they didn't know how to end his character. <laughs> like put a helmet on him. They didn't put know the drawing. Of, yeah, I know. They fired the guy who did the original drawing and they're like, we want to take the helmet off. And they're like, what do we do? Because like in all He's the original on. comics, he always has like a helmet on. Right, yeah. And so, so like just do that. they just didn't know how to like end him. They got to like the eyes. They're like, well, you guys, we did a really good job. We did a really good job at animating Bald this. Bald head. Well, I mean, have you ever Bald. seen those have you seen the pictures of like they take a famous person, they shave their head and they shave their eyebrows, and you're like, that's not that person. They're like, yes, it is. Yeah, no, <laughs> no I, it looks like that. I mean, I get it, cause like I don't know, it was just like put put a hat on him, put a little put a little New York like Rangers hat. hat on him, put a Santa hat on him, put go. a put a nun that, Santa hat would be good. Habit, he could go like, undercover. They wouldn't know he was a villain. Oh my yeah. god! Until just it was too anything, late. Anything, anything. I looked at his big old bald head, and I was like, this is annoying. So other like, than that, what? But did you think? I will give you, I will give you that. Like, it had like some type of oomph to it. I don't really know how to like describe it. It had an oomph to it that like made me like interested at the very least, but like, and I'll the, get into this. What? It's the first consequences. I think that's it. It's like no, no one's really hit any consequences for all their fighting yet, and this is okay. like the first time. Like, yeah, I'll give it that. Where like this one seemed to have a more like visceral, like, hey, like this has a real impact on your life type of thing. So like, I'm interested to see that explored. But I'm gonna touch on this more in my gripes with Marvel. It basically went back to all of its like. Here's a bunch of falling explodey thingies. And like that's your premise of like, this is what's gonna drive your action. It's not really like, I don't know. I'm a dialogue type of person. I'm a like, let's expound as to like why these characters are good. Like talking about their mother's names kind of that's a good that's That was like... stupid. I'll be the first to admit that was stupid. Okay. I'm willing to admit when my movies have flaws. Uh are you guys? Are you? I, I will say, I thought about last night. There's one thing that I love way more about the like the DC movies. And, like, that I'm not so hot on about the Marvel movies. It's, like, the visual, like, piecing and, like, colors and, like, just, just like, the, the like, Zach, as, as much as Zach, Zach Snyder's Snyder. got his got his downfalls, he does make beautiful-looking things that I remember. Like, I always remember, like, I remember so many scenes, like, how cool they looked with, like, the lights and, like, the detail and slow motion and all that. And, like, I think back to the Marvel ones, and I, I remember events, but I don't remember really what they looked like. 
Uh, other than the one thing I can remember is Captain America. He's got a shield up. Iron Man shooting the shield. That's like the one thing I can remember visually from all of them. But I feel like, like we kind of like digressed and jumped into our main segment. So I'm going to wrap it back in oh, because I have here a here lot to say yeah. like on that whole front. We don't have much news, so and, we'll get there eventually but in about pause. a hot second. We're because also bubbling over the us. only other thing I had for news was we got another teaser for Jurassic <laughs> World Fallen Kingdom because the trailer drops this Thursday. And we saw a little more. It was on the island, and there was a volcano erupting, and there was some running dinosaurs, and everybody was cowering behind one of those ball things that Jimmy Fallon was narrating while the T-Rex tried to a eat Jimmy, it. A Jimmy sphere. Yeah, a Jimmy, a Jimmy sphere. sphere. Or a Fallon, How many, Fallon okay, ball. Okay, all right. I'm a huge fan of dinosaurs in general. Also, you can tell you all about Yeah, listen, <laughs> dinosaurs. I was definitely a dinosaur kid yep. as a child. How many God blessed times you got to go back to Jurassic Park, the islands, before you learn your lesson? Okay, this is just hubris. This is just Icarus knowing that his wings are gonna melt and like purposefully flying too close to the sun. I would yeah. make a dinosaur. Like, I, I want a dinosaur pet. Oh my God! You'd Here's kill me the one thing. day. But like, hey. we'll never ever like, cause they're like, oh yeah, like let's make dinosaurs. Like let's do whatever the hell with dinosaurs. But then like they gotta build it bigger. They gotta build it meaner. Like. At what, point, at what point are you like, hmm, maybe it's a good thing we don't have a T-Rex anymore because we're tiny humans who are now at the top. We're the apex predator of everything. Like, why would you want to make a brand new apex predator? Like, that's just playing with, that's just, that brings me back to the first one of like playing God. But then that's yeah, just like, like quite literally playing with fire. We're like, how many damn animals are you going to make before you learn your lesson? See, I think that these next few movies are going to be like a Planet of the Apes situation only with dinosaurs. Because that volcano was erupting. What if that's like a super huge, like thing that kicks off? Like, I don't really want to see a disaster movie. Like super volcano. Like a like, like a typically. super volcano or like a geostorm or it's just bad. 2012. Remember that volcano? <laughs> or a 2012. Sorry, I was really surprised. But like, but like, but like imagine geostorm is right now. Like this volcanic eruption happens and then it messes with like humans enough and then like all the people that because they took the dinosaur DNA back to the mainland. So like. There could mainland. be like dinosaurs on like the mainland, and then there's this volcano happening. They'll learn to talk. So, like, uh, what does the dinosaur say on the airplane? Alan. 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 It'll be real this time. That was not great. <laughs> they can say one word, Alan. Yeah. They're all saying Alan, and they're chasing Sam Neill. Like the Af- Affleck dog. dog. <laughs> Affleck. There you go. Really like just bunch Alan. Of Alan. Alan. As Sam Neill's running, and he's grumpy, and he has a kid with him. <laughs> there we go. There's a one Velociraptor claw between his human fingers. He's just like playing around with it. I'd watch two hours of that. Oh yeah, I'd oh, watch two hours of of him Alan, being... Alan, 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 Alan. <laughs> it's like it's like the it's like the little seagulls from Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I don't know. I could be interested for this. It's interesting. It's super vague at this point. So oh, yeah. I, I just oh, want the whole trailer to see what's going on. I'm gonna see it because again, dinosaurs. I. Do we know, like, literally anything about it at this point? Do we even know if, like, a the volcano same... explodes? I don't well, think there's, okay. like, a synopsis or anything out. I was going to say, not I even, just... like, a cast list, because obviously Bryce Dallas Howard, or whatever her yeah, name is. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. And then I know we saw some new people in there, but I didn't see yeah. any of the kids from last time. They know. wouldn't bring them back. I, know... I was going to say, like, <laughs> that's, like, some PTSD. <laughs> like... Almost, I know died last that time. the director <laughs> was talking about, we're going to expand on the idea of, because Wilson Fisk wanted to militarize, like, the Raptors, mm-hmm. so they're going to look go more into that about like the military messing up with dinosaurs because they want to use them as like attack dogs. Oh, Dude, I... This third movie better be a Lord of the Rings style like two armies of dinosaurs colliding. I just want somebody with an AK on the back of a Velociraptor like everything I've ever seen out of like early 2000s internet. Dino Riders. Like literally for real like Dinotopia. Do you guys remember that yeah. show? Oh I remember that. That was like my That's ish. That's a show? That was yeah. I thought that was a I know I've read the books. I don't think I ever watched the show. There was like a literal a show. I remember it when I was Is like that younger. The one with the, the, and they crash were... the plane in the ocean and they find the secret society of dinosaurs under the ocean and they're like smart. No, this I don't remember that. Island. No, no, because it was that like one? it's like Dino World. Or well, it was like Dinotopia, where it was like they lived in like peaceful cohabitation with like the vegetative dinosaurs, where they were like, oh, like we're friends, we're buddies. Like I don't know if it was based off like the same books, but it was a show. It definitely was. Mm-hmm. Um, that or it was just the most ridiculous fever dream of like two straight years. Then they get the the star leaf and they gotta they gotta get it. No, with the long no, this necks. was not. <laughs> Three horns don't play with long necks. Get it right. Oh no, oh, tackling the issues. When of racism. will you learn? Use your, racism, use your dinosaurs. Racism and land before time. Um, yeah, but bringing this back on track though, before this gets hellaciously off the rails. Um, we don't know too much about Jurassic World yet. It's too early to Wait make our Thursday. predictions, but. 
we can, looping back before we jump into our MCU main stretch, we can make predictions about Infinity Wars, which I know you two were really gung-ho about doing before this episode. Oh, can't wait. So, starting with you, Steve, okay. what is your end game? Like, if you could plot out Infinity Wars right now, what is this movie going to look like? Well, we know that there is a fourth Avengers movie after this, which is going to be like the wrap-up, I'm assuming, of all this Infinity Gauntlet shenanigans. So I'm assuming the beginning is going to pick up where Thor ended, where they were in space in their ship, and Thanos' ship rocks up, and they're like, well, this isn't good. So I, th- I think Loki is going to give Thanos the Tesseract as, like, some leverage, like, hey, don't kill me because I have this, and Thanos is going to be like, thanks, kill Loki immediately. And I'm then Loki. Thor will get sent off into space, and Hulk will end up somehow on Earth, and that's where Thor meets the Guardians. I think... At some point, Captain America is going to die, and I think Iron Man is going to die, and I hope he does. Um, Grimdark. Uh, yeah, very grimdark. Very um, dark. The thing with the Infinity Gauntlet is, like, it kind of gets rid of all the stakes because anybody that you die, once the good guys get the gauntlet, they can just bring them back. That being said, I feel like that's going to happen to at least some people. In the trailer, it looked like Spider-Man was about to get his chest, like, crushed by Thanos. That would be, like, a good thing for Stark to be like, wow, this kid that... I gave all this tech and led him into a literal war. He's dead. And that's another thing that's my fault. I'm a bad person. And then he'll die at the end and get some redemption. And they'll probably bring back Peter for his confirmed Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah no, Peter can't die. No. Peter, Peter, Peter's safe at this point. Yeah. So is Bucky. So is T'Challa. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bucky's pretty good. Bucky's safe. Spider-Man's definitely... He's the heart. He's the heartthrob. Everybody, yeah. likes, everybody likes a Spider-Man. Is it, uh, I would say... because. Okay, I'm a little out of the loop here. Is Black Panther before or post? Before. 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 Okay. Like immediately before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so T'Challa is not right. February. Save. February is Black Panther. Yeah. May is Infinity War. Yeah, so we got two okay. months buffer. All right. Two three month yep. buffer. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Bryce, what do you got? Well, it it kind of is along the same lines. My my. So like he said, um, I think we're gonna start with a because uh, we gotta get the we have to round up all of the Infinity Stones so far. I believe the red one with the with all the smoke was given to. Oh, we don't see that one though. That one, the weird dude in space yeah. has. We, so we don't. Toro. We don't see that one in the glove in the gauntlet. Sorry. That was the collector, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he's he's off with that thing, but he has to get the one from the city that has a bunch of star ships, mm-hmm. like ships that are shaped like stars. Yeah. He's got to go there. So gonna kill all the Nova Corps. So okay. probably he's yeah, got... that's from Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have Benicio del Toro with the Collector having the red stone. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy having the yellow stone. Purple. No, no, yeah, purple. 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 Yellow. Sorry, yellow. yellow. Yeah, Vision has yellow. And then orangish is definitely Heindel. It's so Heindel. It's or it's in Wakanda. Or it's in Wakanda. I'll go with that one too. But definitely Heindel. Maybe Heindel's in Wakanda, and the stone is inside of him. He Maybe. ate it. It's like when you eat a watermelon seed when you're chi- when you're a child. Oh my god! Can we get back on the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet? <laughs> anyway, okay. So he's got a so I, in in some order in one of the orders he's going to destroy that one city to take that stone and then maybe on the way out he's like, hey, look at this little ship full of Asgardians. This is crazy. And he's gonna he's gonna. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> word for word the line that's gonna be in the movie. Oh, this is crazy. Oh, that's this crazy. Is nuts. Well, what this? luck. Well, look at this. I guess. I guess you know. I'll take them on. And they and have so, the blue stone anyway. So. Oh, they do have the blue stone because in the it's in the tesseract yeah. boy. Um, tesseract boy. You can't just boy <laughs> inanimate objects. Boys have to be animate objects. Bet. Here we go. We're gonna see. Keep a tally. How many things boy. we boy this entire. Um, he's gonna get that. Loki's gonna try to use the leverage thing. Uh, Hulk and Thor are gonna be like, ah, we can take a Thanos. But he's gonna have the purple stone. He's gonna slap that in there. And then he's going to slap the hell slap out of right Thor. In. Oh, and he's going to slap him so hard that he flies around in space and hits the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then somehow he punches Thor exactly so that he goes into Doctor Strange's house. <laughs> the Hulk, you mean? The Hulk. The oh, yeah, I was no. going to say, you can't slap him say? to the Guardians and then punch him into Doctor Strange. Oh, no, did I say Thor again? Yeah, because yeah. no, the Hulk was in Doctor Strange's I, basement. That's he's what like, I meant. Why did you wreck my stairs? Those were my stairs. His stairs are gone, but he can just fix stuff really fast. Now he's got the magic. That's he's got true. the magic. All right, never stop. Mind. All right, stop. <laughs> yeah. Steve and I both agree. Stop. <laughs> he okay. punches him. He goes there. Then, all right, Loki tries to do the little, yeah, I got this thing. And then uh, he shoots a big portal. Thanos, that is, shoots a big portal into um, New York City, which I which I don't know what he really needs it for. It's probably for his army. Probably for his army because he, he can go anywhere he wants. He's got the space stone. But... Uh, 
Spider-Man sees it in this little bus, and he's like, I'm gonna go Spider-Man over there. And somehow he gets the iron suit. I don't really know how that happens. But somehow he gets it. Maybe he runs by Stark Industries and That's grabs it real quick. He didn't have it at the end. Yeah, of... he doesn't have it. No. So he's got to go swipe it. So that's why I'm thinking maybe he doesn't just run over there. I'm thinking he probably gets, maybe gets called immediately by I mean, it also Iron could Man. just be, like, expositionally given to him as a gift, like, pre this movie. Yeah. Uh, like, because he, he went it, through though. the whole thing as, like, with Vulture and stuff like that. Like, maybe. Tony being like, oh, wow, like, you're a good kid. Like, I'm gonna give you this, whatever, whatever. Um... I don't know. I don't know but about that, though. It was, flash forward. We're taking yeah. too long with this. <laughs> yeah, true, true that. Anyway, uh, major deaths. I think a lot of punching's going to go on. Spider-Man's probably going to get mortally wounded or something. So that whole thing you're talking about with Tony Stark is he's really sad. Not oh, make him really sad. Womp. Um, then I think, I don't think they're going to kill Iron Man until either the end of the movie or the second movie, even though we don't see much of him, which is why I think they're doing it on purpose to kind of like allude mm-hmm. to his to his. Death, Demise. but it's not gonna happen. They're gonna pull a rug up from underneath us. I think it's gonna be Cap, and then Cap's gonna die in the end. He's gonna do his classic old shield gets broke, obviously, mm-hmm. and he's gonna stand there and he's like, "Your shield's broken." And he's like, "I don't care. I'm mean, gonna do this all day." And then just keep punching, and then he's, he keeps getting back up, and then he gets one more one more punch, and that's the last punch. It's the it's the fatality punch. Fatality and then, punch. Handed it over. Handed it over to Bucky. Handed it over to Bucky, and then uh, I support that. And then uh, Iron Man. Either in the very end of this movie or in the next movie is like, I gotta be the real leader to this team now because I now realize my mistakes from all the other movies and I gotta I'm a do bad person. I gotta I do the cap thing and then then he then he dies a little later because he costs way too much for them to keep doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't kill too many two people too because they gotta sell action figures. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I would raise you that like, especially with the success of this last Thor movie and the inevitable. <coughs> I just looking at this like all star cast and the pacing. Probably the inevitable success of Black Panther. Like, they, they'll have some stuff to make oh, yeah. off of yeah. for a while. Thor will stay alive. Because Thor just got interesting. So Yeah, yeah Thor around. got real I didn't, interesting. I didn't like in, uh, Thor really before. I was like, I don't really like Thor. But then yeah, after no, this movie, he's, like, he's, my favorite, like, he's my favorite one now. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. He's mine. Um, my, real quick, so then we can jump into our main segment. My thoughts are inconclusive on the whole plot of this film. Um, I agree with you um, in the idea that Tony is going to die. Thor is going to die. I'm going to say Vision's going to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, I forgot about him. Vision's going to die because he has the yellow stone in his little forehead, and they're probably not bringing him back after that one. Um, So um, I have a feeling that that's going to play some type of toll on Scarlet Witch. Uh, Peter's going to get mortally wounded. Um, I could see Cap doing something, like dying for Scarlet Witch, who's, like, grieving over, like, the dead Vision or something like that. Um... I feel like it would be really contrite if Loki, I know Loki had the Tesseract. I know he was like making a motion like he was giving it to somebody, but I feel like it would just be super, super stupid and contrite if they keep going back and forth between like, he sells him out, he doesn't sell him out, he sells him out, he doesn't sell him out. Like that's just like, we've played this game too many times. Mm. And then we've also played like the Loki's dead game like oh, twice wow. oh, yeah. already. So, many times. so like to kill him off finally, I guess would put an end to that. But then, like, the whole idea of, like, we can just resurrect anybody we want with the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, if he comes back, I will be livid. Like, if he <laughs> dies and they bring him back anyways, I'm going to lose my mind. I because it's, like, it really cheapens the effect of, like, killing a character yeah. to bring them back. And, like, I get he's, like, the god of mischief and everything. So, like, oh, you're just playing, like, a real elaborate prank. And, like, they kind of explained it away. It's <laughs> Just a prank, bro. Um, it, They kind of explained it away in Ragnarok. He was like, oh, I wasn't really dead. Like, I was just just joshing, just just playing with you, just pulling the wool over your eyes, Thor. Like, okay, I get it. And, like, they did a good job at kind of explaining it away. But, like, I'm going to get real mad if they kind of, like, undo stuff that, like, Taika Waititi tried to, like, set up. And, yeah. like, I don't know. So I hope it's good. I have a feeling lots of people are going to die. That being said, I feel like Marvel knows that people are anticipating a lot of people are going to die. So at least one or two people are going to get killed, I know. I would be surprised if they killed off Cap and Iron Man in the same film. No lie. I would be. Yeah. That would um, be your, all your action figures out right there. <laughs> um, especially because there is no, there isn't really an immediate successor. There's an immediate successor lined up for Cap. There is no immediate successor lined up for Iron Man yet, is there? We got a not, war machine. Not really. You got war machine. You could throw Rhodey machine... in the suit and then the kid from Iron Man 3, but we haven't seen him since Iron Man 3. So. I was going to say that, but also because like, Rhodey though is war machine though. Like he's like pretty pre-established as war machine. Whereas like Bucky as the winter soldier has only ever been established as like a bad guy slash, like, vigilante-esque type of character. Mm-hmm. And then they freeze him, 
at the end of the second one, the second Avengers, right? That's Civil War. Civil War. Civil War, sorry. They freeze him at the end of Civil War, and he doesn't really get his, like, hero redemption plot yet, which is, like, where I'm pretty sure Bucky Cap is going to come in. Mm -hmm. Um, So... That was a lot to unpack, and I'm pretty sure we've just been talking for about 20 minutes just about a film that's not even out yet. But we're going to segue into news, and not news, our main segment. And our main segment, I know that we had touched on briefly before, before I tried to wrangle y'all children back in, is my idea that the MCU is just too, too convoluted. The MCU is trying way too hard to be something that it just can't feasibly be. Um... So I I am a Marvel fan. Don't get me wrong. I do have certain titles that like I'm ride or die for. Absolutely love the Hulk. Um, huge Winter Soldier fan. Pretty big Black Widow fan. But like, I feel like especially recently they're trying so hard to shoehorn so many titles into this MCU that like, instead of really letting these characters flesh out and live, they're shortchanging a lot of them. Um, but. Before I get into my reasons, Steve and Bryce, I want to know why mm. you guys are such big MCU fans. Like, what is the draw for you for this? Oh, boy. It's kind of a go, Steve, go, go now. Go, go, go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just I just think it's, like, for all of, like, the like the weak film story at the beginning and then, like, all of, like, the <laughs> Sammy origin stories, the fact that they have this 10-year ongoing thing of all these interconnected films and like there isn't one that's like bad Thor the Dark World is like the worst the worst one it's okay oh, but it's definitely. but it's still not it's like watchable unwa- like, it's still watchable and just like the fact that they ha- this is a thing is like such a huge achievement for that and like I'm invested in all the characters it's like gotten me into like a whole section of being a nerd that I never experienced before that I was like strict like before I started watching all the Marvel movies me being a nerd was just limited to Star Wars, and that was it. And, like, this has gotten me into just superheroes in general. It's gotten me into DC. It's gotten me into, like, everything else. And I just, I don't know. I feel like some of the reasons that I like it will be, like, counterpoints, I feel like, in this upcoming Mm -hmm. debate because it's, like, the fact that Marvel has found a way to incorporate other genres into, like, into their movies. Like, you got Spider-Man, and you also make it a teenage coming-of-age film. You have Captain America, who before this, we were like, oh, Captain America's lame. He's one of the worst Avengers. You take a film like Winter Soldier, and you combine superhero elements with, like, it's like a tight, taut political thriller about spies and stuff, and you make Captain America interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is like a space opera. Ant-Man's like a heist film. It's just just stuff like that. It just, like, keeps me on board, and it keeps me interested, and I'm still invested in it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty like, when it When it first started up, when I was, like, a kid... Like, I, I didn't see Iron Man until, like, I think two years after it came out. It was yeah, like, same. Yeah, and then, like, I, I slowly started watching them. Um, like, I, was, I really wasn't the biggest fan. But then, like, when when the big stuff started happening, like, Avengers and all that, when, like, they all started coming together, I was like, oh, yeah, well, these are all characters I guess I know now. And then, like, they started building this really cool, like, universe. And then, then I started uh, having good opinions about things because you got out of, like, middle school. <laughs> and, um... Here, 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 here. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was like... It was on board. Cause I was on board. Cause it was like, oh wow, these are like actually cool superhero movies. They're actually like doing stuff and like cool things are happening. And then like, as I've, as I've like, we've moved on to like our seventeenth movie. It's like what you said. It's that they're constantly being original. It's um, no like, there's only like a couple of the movies where I can watch it and I can go back and say, oh wow, that's pretty much what they did last time. It's but they they, they kind of give it even Thor Ragnarok. And there are examples of that to be fair. It's yeah, like, I was gonna say to them. me like Marvel is very formulaic they've found what works and then they basically stick to some variation of that um in my opinion they kind of shook they shook it up with guardians of the galaxy i'll give you that they Mm -hmm. shook it up with guardians of the galaxy they shook it up with winter soldier and they shook it up with ragnarok i'll give Mm -hmm. you those three films as like standout films but they found this like formula where it's like first 10 minutes is something that's going to make sense at the end of the film Next 15 minutes is a little bit of exposition and setup. Those mid that middle hour is like getting the band together, figuring out like what the main plot is, rise of the villain. You have like your 15 minute tiny love interest. 
you jump into like 20 minutes of fighting and like ending exposition as like, oh, I'm a bad guy because secretly I'm your uncle's brother the whole time. I'm just making things up. But like and then like your end 15 minutes is like trying to like, oh, wow, guess we destroyed half the city. Got to do some weird fade out about how there's going to be another movie in the future. Like, I don't know. To me, Marvel seems pretty formulaic. And I mean, I suppose that's the that's the issue you run into with superhero films yeah. in general, because I mean, you, always got a you can look at Superman as doing the same darn thing. Like, I know, I know. It's just, it comes with the territory of being a superhero film. Like, mm-hmm. superheroes always win. Bad guys always lose. Like, there is always somebody who's narcissistic enough to think that they can rule the earth. But, like, when you take away, and that's my problem with Marvel films, is, like, if you take away Ant-Man from, like, if you take away the idea of, like, Ant-Man being a superhero film and it's a heist film... It's a subpar heist film. If you take away, like, I, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy is different because, like, integrally it's a space opera, so you need everybody. Spider-Man, I will say, was a tight plot for a teenage, like, coming-of-age story. I did think that that was, that was pretty good. Um, but, like, that first Captain America movie, I mean, you take away that he's a superhero, and it's just like... It's like an Indiana Jones movie. It's a subpar one, though. Those. Like, I don't know. I suppose my biggest problem is that, like, they understand that they have a name like Captain America. They have a name like Spider-Man that they can kind of like tack onto it. So like the screenwriting around the characters kind of falls apart. You know what I'm saying? Do kind you of. agree? I mean, I go the opposite. I don't know. Yeah. It's just you I'd go. The opposite. You go. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. I was like, those are all movies I'd watch anyway. But then at the same time, they kind of like. Like, if they came out, like, say say Captain America was just nameless superhero not associated with any of the other superheroes, man who beats up Nazis. Like, I would, just, I would be like, oh, that looks like a cool movie. I'd no, it's like a that. fun ripper on World War II like, adventure. Yeah, there you go. And if they're like, God that has a hammer not associated with anybody else, would be like, yeah, it's like a pretty good movie. But then they, like, they also go off of all of these, like, old kind of associations you have. Like, everybody knows who who, like, all these old heroes are, like, Iron Man, and you got some vague ones, or, like, Spider-Man and all that, so you take that and then use that to, like, reinforce it and then, like, connect them all together, too, so then you get, like, big blowouts, like, Thor Ragnarok or the Avengers where they all come together, and, like, when have you ever had that many characters from all those different movies come together? That's my problem, though, is that, like, I don't have a problem that, like, some of them intersect. Like, the idea that, you know, everybody comes together to form the Avengers or, like, Guardians of the Galaxy you know, has some type of tie. Like, my problem is is that when they bring together so many characters that, like, you don't have time to flesh all of them out. Like, you have Ant-Man and he gets his own solo film, but then he's also in Civil War, and, like, how much does he actually add to that film? A sweet action scene. Yeah, that's about it. But scene. that's about it, though. That's a good and point. And I mean, like, but... you add in... Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and they killed off Quicksilver like almost immediately in that movie. There was no time for bonding, so I didn't care that he died. So then, what was the point of even bringing him in? Like, okay, if you wanted Scarlet Witch, fine, but then I guess just like never even bring in Quicksilver. Or like, same thing with like, I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with Guardians of the Galaxy because like, what are they integrally going to add to the plot that we don't already have on the team? We already have somebody who's like snappy, funny, and quick on their feet, and that's a combination of Tony and Spider Man. We already have, like, stoic girl who's also, like, a badass ninja. That's Black Widow. We have your smashy dude in Drax, which is the Hulk. We have your gun toter, again, which is a mixture of, like, Sam and Tony. And then who else do we have? Your empath. I guess we don't have one of those. Maybe we have it in Quicksilver. I'm sorry, in Scarlet Witch and Vision. Mm-hmm. And then Groot. Says I am Groot. Says I am Groot, which I suppose the Hulk is just, like, a smashier Groot. Like, what do they integrally add to the plot? I don't know. I feel like that's going to... Well, because... And I feel like some of your thing is, like, it just keeps going and going and going, and, like, what's going to happen in Phase 4? And they're kind of going away from, like, phases. So, like... Yeah, because what's the trajectory? And there's going to be more more cosmic stuff, and I feel like they're going to do less solo movies because I feel like the the weaker movies recently have been Doctor Strange, because it's a pretty by-the-numbers origin, Ant-Man... For all the reasons that you said, it is one of the weaker films. Like I, I think it's fun. I like it for what it is. I think it could have been way better, especially because Edgar Wright was attached to it, and that would have been awesome. Oh, Edgar Wright could have done so much with that film. I was pretty yeah. disappointed in name. Like, yeah, I've heard, talked about that. To be fair, like, though, I haven't seen stuff. Doctor Strange yet. It's on my list. I have not gotten That's around to it, good. so I can't talk it's, about Strange in particular. I like it. 
but it is. I heard it was a pretty stable it's like, origin. Story. If it was in phase one, it would be like, that's a sweet phase one origin movie, like next to Iron Man and Thor, where you're like establishing the character, but like in the in the in the thick of getting all these solid, like your Guardians of the Galaxy, your Civil War, all the movies that were coming out around it, it was kind of meh. It's pretty rough too, because there's like there's that that's like the first and that is, like another character. Yeah, like and it's that, a really out there character good, yeah. to like establish, and it's like here's a weird concept that we're going to totally throw at you in what is, for the rest of the time, by and large, a pretty relatively grounded yeah. universe other than Elon Musk flying around in a suit blowing up terrorists <laughs> and, and a dude shrinking things. and all that. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Spider-Man one, though, I think they, they had an easier time with that because they've had a lot of testing with Spider-Man. He's yeah. like, I think he's behind, I think he's either ahead or behind Superman is like the most recognizable he is. superhero. He's, he makes the most money out of any superhero yeah. on Earth. So like he's everyone knows how to run a Spider-Man character. He's like everyone relates to him. He's the he's the teenager that that he's, he's trying to balance his twenty something. Yeah, he's trying to, doesn't have his life together. Trying to balance so. his that life. Could, and, they could have driven that into the ground so easily if they had learned the wrong lessons from Spider-Man. They're like, oh, let's watch Uncle Ben get shot again. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. Like, yeah, no. Oh, this again. There was, I, I will say, the best memes that came out of, like, that era was it was, like, if this is going to be another Spider-Man origin story, I'm just going to shoot Uncle Ben myself. <laughs> Where it was, like, the love of God, please no. But um, outside of them getting, like, their Spider-Man stuff together, um, that's just my biggest problem, though, is, like, them trending away from, like, solo movies is kind of my problem because it's, like, you don't get a chance to establish these characters you don't get a chance to i don't get a chance to figure i know what makes captain america tick Mm -hmm. i know what makes iron man tick i know what makes thor tick but like ant-man i kind of got a glimpse into it and then was just he now he's just this background character scarlet witch i have no idea what like really motivates her don't really know anything about where she like came from really Mm -hmm. um same thing with, well, now we're getting it with Black Panther where, like, we're getting more of a backstory with, like, him. Um, but, like, this idea of just, like, point blank having all of these, like, combination movies, it's, like, one, it you run the risk of this becoming, like, Game of Thrones where you're, like, who's that again? What 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 alliance are they with? So many Who good characters, though. Like, like oh. I don't know. You, that's an example of, like, too many characters done right. Though, is, like, the problem is, and also I get it, this is not a book series, so, like, you don't get the chance to spend 400 pages on the motivations of Loki or something mm-hmm. like that. But too many characters and not en- not realizing what your limitations are on film might be, like, your downfall. Because I guarantee you, like, there's going to be some pretty stupid just sideline characters in Infinity Wars. And moving forward on whatever path, this is going to be taking because mm-hmm. um, because what are the movies that are projected for like that are confirmed unquote, phase four yeah like that, that are confirmed. confirmed at this point it's just another Spider-Man and another Guardians of the Galaxy probably a Doctor Strange probably another Black Panther um, I've heard Namor's name been kicked around a little bit because they they do have the rights Ooh. to that mm-hmm. um, depending on how this Fox deal goes we could get some Fox stuff Crazy. but um, so many people. yeah I guess on the topic of that, I do agree that if you have too many characters in, you don't really like. You don't know anything about Scarlet Witch, but I'll I'll submit. Second, like that is like that is like a valid thing in a movie like Age of Ultron or Civil War, where it's like all of them. But then, say you make a movie about I don't know, you you just say this is a movie about Doctor Strange, and you give him like two or three people that, like, kind of go along with him on some adventure, and then you can, like, have cool combinations of their powers, and then you have time for those, like, two or three characters where you get to look a little more in. Because, like, in Ragnarok, it was Thor, Hulk, Valkyrie, and Loki. And Valkyrie was completely new, and we got, like, a lot of cool stuff about her. We got a lot of exposition about her, which I appreciated. And so, like, if she plays a role in Infinity Wars, like, I will feel more identified to her than I would to Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Because Quicksilver, we were both introduced to him in that movie. And then he died. We got a kind of a glimpse into him, and then he died. He was never given a chance to be fleshed out. Same thing with kind of Scarlet Witch. Like, we get this back and forth, like, I'm a 29-year-old emo woman. And it's like, I can't relate to you. Like, I don't know what makes you tick. I really don't. Like, I get you have this, like, abandonment problem. You're weirdly attracted to Vision. Like, but, like, that. (laughs) So we have this, like, romance thing kind of going with you. But, like, there's no story really that like I have I have been able to be like oh okay I understand what motivates you I understand why you're in this game I understand why you're continuing to fight and like 
now I feel something if and when something happens to you. Like, Vision's going to clearly, something's going to happen to him. We saw it in the Infinity Wars trailer. He's probably going to die. And I won't feel a darn thing because I don't care about Vision because there's been literally no, like, there's no anything on him. We really haven't had a chance to, like, bond with Vision. I mean. There's a, the, the thing I was thinking of is, like, there's, you gotta like have find a way to do it right and creatively because the opposite thing I was thinking of is like Walking Dead, how we were spending like we're trending more years. towards that, yeah. Where there's nine hundred people on the Walking well, Dead, and I don't know time, any of them. They spent time with all those characters, though, like all those side characters, and it sucked. Like right, like you gotta find that happy medium. Hey, it's like, the Heath episode. Woo. I'm like who's don't Heath? don't care. Like what? But like he's like he's just a really boring guy that you don't like and you wouldn't hang out with him in real life. It's like oh well, I guess he'll die in two episodes and I won't care. Yeah. <laughs> But then that's my point, though, is, like, identify what characters those are and then just do away with them. You don't always have to kill your characters to make them go away. Like, they can literally just go away. Like, (laughs) that might sound stupid, but, like, especially if they're from, like... Jane. Yeah, no, they're, like... Yeah, like, Jane is, like, not a character in this universe anymore. She's just gone because she broke up with Thor. Like... Okay, cool. Like, they didn't have to kill her. Like, all of those humans from Thor are just gone. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Clean slate. Like, yeah, exactly. No. Like, um, I'm trying to think about any other characters. I just don't know who you would do that with, though, because, like, even characters that you have issues with, like Scarlet Witch and stuff, there's, I mean, I'm more looking into, like, what they can do, I guess, which is kind of an issue with this debate, but, like, a lot of the characters where it's like, oh, their movies weren't as good or they weren't as good in the movies they were in. They can do stuff with them in the future that can like improve that character. Like who would you who would you just like send off into the nothing from like Ant Man? Because like Hank Pym had I guess you could kill the him. Wasp and Hank Pym. Like I, I really don't know what either of them add to the MCU. Yeah, that's but in the, n- in the new movie though. Fodder. You're, you're I, gonna I, get another movie with them. And I don't really care though. I mean, I suppose that's a little bit different because I just don't care about Ant Man, period. But like he doesn't add anything to this current phase. Like, if he were just to live as a solo, like, independent, like, not a part of the Avengers, not a part of anything, like, his his trajectory in the Avengers storyline, like, doesn't add anything, and by taking him out, doesn't subtract anything either, by virtue of. Like, you can just have a superhero that's, like, just kicking it on Earth. Like, they don't always have to be involved in this intergalactic stuff. I mean... Yeah, that's fair. Like, we, we don't see... The Punisher, we don't see Daredevil, like, we don't see any of those people, which I get, like, they live in, like, the Netflix stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, because they're just kicking it on Earth, probably. I mean, they're just probably, Daredevil's micromanaging the shit out of Hell's Kitchen, just those 12 <laughs> blocks in New York. He's got it on lock, dude. Like, I don't know, you could make a case so for... So many ninjas in those 12 blocks. <laughs> so many ninjas, so many unnecessary ninjas in New York for some reason. So I guess, like, what would you, would you just, like, relegate some people to... They don't hang out with the Avengers. They're just doing their own thing. And every now and then we like have a Netflix thing about them or like. We, we could. I mean, because like for Guardians of the Galaxy, you're going to tell me the galaxy is so small. They just happenstance bump into them. Galaxy is massive. Galaxy mm. is absolutely outrageous. It just comes with the territory. So though. like. Like you got to, you got to suspend your, like. I know you got to suspend your belief, but like there's nothing to say that like the Guardians can't be literally on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. Why does everyone care about Earth? Yeah, I know. So many other planets. Or or why (laughs) Thor can't spend two or three movies with Loki and Valkyrie and everybody like trying to just figure out what the hell to do with the Asgardians because they have a ship full of people now, like just like civilians. And it's like. Yeah, where it's like, okay, like maybe Thor goes over here for a couple movies and maybe the Guardians (laughs) just like don't even bother and you know. Maybe we don't really have to worry about. Maybe I, I'm trying to think. I'm thinking on my. No, feet I actually this. I think that's like not a bad idea because like they can. I'm all for like big event movies, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a thing that happens every three or four movies. Right, because that's what I'm afraid that this is trending towards, which is why okay. I'm saying pull the plug now before you get too top heavy and you don't know how many characters to keep track of and then you fall into this pit of just like lazy writing where you end up with The Walking Dead where there's 700 named characters and you're trying to devote time to all of them but you lose the plot or you end up with a movie where basically you're ended up being carried by four main characters and everyone else just serves as like arm candy in the background where they don't really have a purpose and the plot could function with or without them like this event movie of Infinity Wars like I don't have a problem with it 
if after this movie, the Guardians go back to wherever they came from, Thor goes and does his own thing, maybe maybe Scarlet Witch tries to go and figure out like how to... Maybe she'll know. hang out with Doctor Strange or something. Yeah, maybe she hangs out with Doctor Strange. They try to figure out how to teach her how to like utilize her powers. And maybe Natasha does her thing where like Fury, like Fury did, where he basically was like, I'm just going off the grid. Like, I'll I'll be mm-hmm. there when you maybe need me. Like, and then you're left with a couple of like main characters. So you're left with like your Black Panther, Sam, Bucky, like Ant Man, I guess. Like Bruce can go Spider-Man. back to Bruce yeah. can maybe go do Planet Hulk. Like we can go figure out what to do with him on mm-hmm. his own planet and Spider Man or something like that. Like like bringing it down to size because right now I feel like it's this outrageous scope where it's like I have to have the emotional capacity to intricately know all of these characters which is great but i haven't gotten that chance in the first place to intricately know all of these characters so it's too hard to just identify and, mm. and really care like I, I don't know that's kind of my make gripe with the mc that's fair and i agree with most of that except for pulling the plug because i want more <laughs> i want lots more i guess i meant pull the plug in the sense that like stop just adding more people to this like yeah. fire. Okay. Like if it's like, oh hey, like we actually so don't, don't want you don't want to deal with Fox to bring in the X-Men and the Fantastic Four then. I mean, but if they do that then Just do like, it right. Do it we'll do it right, but first make me care. Okay. Like if we're gonna bring in the X-Men, then, then that's also my problem is like all of our X-Men movies right now by Fox are set in like the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So like 60s, 70s, 80s. So like Avengers are set in today, so what are we just magically gonna like age up everybody? Yeah, like by thirty something years, like that's that's where a, that whole question mark comes in. Or are we gonna do something with New Mutants? Or are we gonna do something with Deadpool? Like, how is that working out? Yeah. Like, see, so you, by opening that door, you answer you open you make up it a work. lot of yeah. questions, and then like, because then that's my fear is like, say something does it. Because owns the rights to Deadpool right now. Is Fox. that Fox? Okay. Yeah. Deadpool, so, you could click in pretty easy though because he's so... That's awful. my problem though is like you click in Deadpool like who's writing him though? You click in Deadpool who has the contractual obligations to write him because you could very easily turn him back into what he was during Wolverine. Oh yeah. By by not giving him his like room to shine. Mm-hmm. Like by not giving Thor his room to shine in Ragnarok like we could have had Dark World Part 2 in Infinity Wars by not really letting these characters breathe, yeah. you know? So, mm. you've been notably quiet, Bryce. What are your oh, two cents on this matter? Um, ah, let me think. I, I guess the only thing I really want to see, like, again, because I, I love the way everything's going right now, uh, except I guess I had two things. The main thing is, like, the first time I watched Iron Man when I was a kid, the reason I loved him so much, like, if I really thought about it, was that one scene where he goes to like Afghanistan and there's all those people that are like they're like getting bullied by all the by all the terrorists. Bullied by terrorists. Bullied by terrorists. Like, give me stop, stop shooting me. That's not very nice. And he comes in there and he just like he stands up for the little guy and he punches all the bad guys. And he's like, he's you actively watch him save people on like a small scale. And then uh you can kind of see that I think you see it again and like Captain America does it a little bit. And then uh then it just kind of stopped. Like, they still save people every once in a while, but it's not like a small scale, like like a Logan situation. That was like the epitome. Where so you, just, you want less big things crashing into big things. It needs to bring it down to the human level. Yeah, yeah where it, made it, it made it more perfect. Because that's when I really, that's why I liked Iron Man for so long before he became like this big picture kind of like prick. Is like, he's like, oh, he stands up for the little guy and he, look at him save all these people in like the small setting. I was like, man, that's really good. I, I really like him. Look at him. He's, he's like a hero. That's what heroes do. Because there's only then, so like, many times yeah. too where like, you can save the galaxy before I'm like, this is contrite and I'm bored. Mm. And you literally I think that's why Logan was really great. Galaxy. Yeah. Like, what is bigger? Like, are you gonna literally fight time himself? <laughs> like, yeah. are you gonna fist? Are you gonna punch God in the face? Yeah, like, is what's gonna happen from here? That like, it, yeah, there should be more like grounded stuff. And then the the only like big space things left that I think could happen are scrolls, which they're hinting at, and like Galactus if they get the deal. With Fox and maybe maybe Kang, Marvel but, zombies, Marvel zombies, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. But that. <laughs> that would be cool, more like grounded, or I don't know if grounded is the right word because they're crazy by definition. But like self-contained, just like just have Spider-Man go on an adventure, or have Doctor Strange do a thing, or Falcon, he's off. And like Falconing. that's my problem too with like the interweaving of the MCU is like a lot of times you end up with these stories where like the 
title character doesn't even lead their own film. Like, where, and this was what we were afraid of with Spider-Man, but it didn't really happen, where, like, Iron Man kept jumping in at, like, integral points oh, of Spider-Man, which, like, worked, mm-hmm. but, like, it wasn't a Spider-Man film. It was a Spider-Man-Iron Man film. Like, Spider-Man, in the end, did save the day. I like doubling up, though, because you, you, you have this basis of something you know, so you're not going into the film, like, totally... So, so you have, like, this thing to, like, to like jump off of and then building on what you already know. So, like, we already know the Iron Man character. And right. then he kind of sets up part of the universe that we already know. And then that helps lead into a new story. But who so, doesn't like, know Spider-Man is my point, though. Like, why can't Spider-Man carry That's a slightly own? different one, I suppose. Like, I guess. I mean, the same thing with it was Captain America's Civil War, right? Yeah. That was the title of the film. And Captain America was in the film for, like, eh. Like, it wasn't even really his film. I'll argue that... Cap book like it's bookends is a Captain America film with like the Avengers in the middle of it like it's for like the thick of it Avengers. and the big thing but that I would argue is still a Cap story through and through because it's how he yeah he's avenging at the beginning and then Tony and the UN is like you have to change all of your beliefs about freedom and personal accountability I'm Iron Man and then you get the Civil War set piece in the middle. And then you get the consequences of it at the end where it's really like it's just Cap and it's Iron Man and it's Bucky. And then it's just continuing the Bucky story from Winter Soldier. And it's Cap and Iron Man with their ideological differences at the end. So I I would argue that it's red, white, and blue bookends with all of your Avengers issues in the middle. I can only imagine being Bucky, though, where they like they froze him after Civil War. And now they're going to unfreeze him. They're going to be like. Get up. It's time to save the universe. Here's an arm. Here's, arm. Yeah. Here's an arm. It's time to save the universe. And Bucky's just like. I like to think this one's I'm not literally... as good as the last one either. What? I like to think this one's not as good as the last one either. He means like, it turns oh. into like a plasma cannon. It turns into like a Betty Crocker mixer or something in the middle of a battle. Just worse. In the background, he's just always complaining about it. And they're just Stupid like, arm. and they're just like, we've got bigger problems, Bucky. And he's like, it, it keeps slapping me. In blue screens. He like accidentally like deletes system 32 for his own arm. It's just like penduluming in the corner. Does the windows. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. But, okay, we're getting silly now. But I suppose, I guess, I can see it from your angle. You said you can kind of see it from my angle. So I suppose we can call this argument a draw we're for the sake of time. all happy-ish. Kind of. Halfway happy, to quote my favorite TV show. But, um, happy now... Happy little we... accidents. What? No mistakes, just happy little accidents. What is that from? It's Bob Ross. Oh, I'm that's probably, right. I'm probably I was quoting it. Stranger Things, but, I mean... Oh, but Bob... Bob. Bobbert. Oh, my boy. Anyways, now, speaking of alternative things, let's move into our reading, watching, playing segment. So I saw you guys, what you guys had. We watched a thing. Yeah, apparently. Tell me about it. We watched The Room. Is this your guys' guys' (laughs) first time watching The Room? Yes. (gasps) It is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, congratulations. Second of all, what did you think? What a time. What What did you think? Oh, boy. 10 out of 10, we'll watch again. Did you guys know anything about The Room going into it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. When you say a little bit, like how much did you know? I'm just trying to. Th- okay. I like, two I'd seen the trailers it. for the Disaster Artist, and I was like, yeah. "What? What <laughs> is that? Why is James Franco talking like that?" So I looked it up, <laughs> and I watched like some of the clips where it's like the best moments of the room, and I listened to a, a podcast about the room, mm. and it was like it's a movie, it's a podcast where they like to do pitches where they fix things, oh, okay. and then at the beginning, the guy who was pitching the new thing, Gabe, he was like, "Okay, stop. Go watch the room before you listen to this." <laughs> So you just like, and don't watch, he's like. And you directly the, disobeyed him. The big thing, no, the Good. big thing was don't just watch the clips on YouTube that everyone talks no, about. No, you have to put it watch in context. Watch the whole film. You have to put it in context. <laughs> and I looked up like what they do when they go see the movie. Like, and they throw spoons at the screen. And, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's football. like Rocky Horror. It's like Rocky Horror. Scotchka, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was explaining it to Bryce and our other friend Russell one day. And they, we were just laughing so hard. We're like, okay, we need to just. Sit down and watch it. We finally did. We did. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. What you, a you had yours is a fifteen out of ten. Fifteen out of ten. What a time. Oh. Oh my god. I, That's uh, oh. there are many a quotable, quotable moments. From oh, it's been a good week. I just the room. his laugh just in the middle of everything. It's just like she got beat up and she had to go to the hospital. <laughs> or oh my god, so many times in sex. What a story. Oh my god, yeah, like the the five minute sex <laughs> the scene. And in the it's the, of the same room. shot. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Goodness. Well, because apparently. According yeah, to, okay, I know, I know so many, like, room, okay, for anybody who's listening who hasn't seen Tommy Wiseau's The Room, for one, you're missing out. You're missing out. Best Two, movie. I literally cannot describe it to you in any human form. 
that would make sense. I can try. You you have to basically you have this guy, you have Tommy Wiseau's character. Who's Tommy Wiseau? Who's Tommy yeah. Wiseau playing <laughs> Tommy Wiseau yeah. essentially? And and he has a friend named Mark. Mark. And Mark. Oh hi Mark. Mark. Um he has a friend and his his wife, his fiance, Lisa. Yeah, his future wife. His future wife, Lisa. And and it's a it's a pivotal, touching love story it's about like a, a drama man. And... It's a man whose wife cheats on him. And he figures out a way to cope. I suppose that's my best yeah. way. It's my best, worst. Cope. Big, big ol' uh, quotation marks. Quotation, quotation marks. marks product placement. Is product. that what you were just going to say? I was going to say apostrophes. I don't know how. Those are not apostrophes, those are, those bud. Not, those are those That's are not my those strong it's, subject. It's like <laughs> None of them. there's an, an alien came to Earth and you described what a movie is. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is all the things that a movie does. And he goes, all right, I'm going to make one. And like he didn't he totally really, and he alien. didn't really get it. Like Tommy Wiseau is literally what a reptilian would be in human skin. He's oh, yeah. so bizarre. It, it's like somebody who observed human culture from every possible decade and then just jam-packed it into a man with long black hair <laughs> with weird-looking chameleon eyes. Like that's my best money. description of just yeah. Who has money? He inexplicably no yeah. one knows where. <laughs> no, no, nobody knows him. Nobody knows his background. Even just the Tommy Wiseau is a movie character within himself. He I'm said fully where convinced. He, he said where he was from on Kimmel, and like yeah, James Franco was out there, and he was like, "Whoa, what? hold on, this is a revelation. Yeah. You've never said this. No, he's no, he's totally, from he's from like Germany, isn't he? He said he was Wait, from so. Europe, and then he grew up in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 because that's on his Wikipedia page. Because I I scrolled that where he said he was a busboy. He worked for a really long time as a busboy at some undisclosed location in <laughs> Europe, which is wild because Europe is an entire continent. And then he moved down to New Orleans. And then he was also something in service down there and then decided one day that he just wanted to write a movie. So he did. And then, like, he just had Respect, all this money, though. like, inexplicably. And now, like, everybody knows him. Um, so, yeah, no, if you haven't seen The Room, go and see The Room. I am so excited to see Disaster Artist. My boyfriend hasn't seen The Room, so I am making him watch it <laughs> oh, no. this weekend yeah. before we see Disaster Artist. Um, Pour yourself a glass of whatever drink you wish. Oh, my God. And, and preferably alcoholic. Preferably you're going to need it. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that that movie is. I have never actually made it through that movie without laughing until I've literally <laughs> cried. Like, it's just so that, like, weird. random. Just hor- And every time it's a different part, I cry yeah. laugh at. It's never the same part. Most recently, it was like the football on the like the football <laughs> scene where I was literally like bawling, where they're playing football in suits in the middle of an alleyway filled with garbage, inexplicably, <laughs> inexplicably. Tripped. I just had tears rolling down. We thought my it face. was the wedding. It wasn't the wedding. No, it no, wedding. it's a scene where they're like dressed for a wedding, but inexplicably they're playing. <laughs> and it just didn't go. We're gonna wedding. recreate that scene for like the next person in our friend group who gets married. We're all just gonna be like, all right. We should have the football. last wedding. We should have. We, we, we didn't know. <laughs> so crying right now. <laughs> we're gonna so great. Play football in suits. And then just and like oh my god. And just one person just randomly eats it. Just trips. just trips. Just, <laughs> just flat just out. Like, oh I my god. Okay. So 10 out of 10, 15 out of 10, 20 out of 10 would recommend 200 percent by everybody around this table. Um for me, I did not have as fun of a movie. Um I watched Gerald's game. Which is the Stephen King? Oh, you guys have you guys seen that on Netflix? Yeah, there's two Stephen King things out on Netflix. There's 1922, which I'm not sure is a show or a movie. I haven't seen that one. (laughs) That one might be a show. But um, and then Gerald's Game, um, which is a movie, and it was I didn't know what to expect. I'm a huge Stephen King fan, um, and I have not read Gerald's Game, so this is out of character for me because I typically will read his books then watch the movie. Um, I did not do that this time around. I was bored trying to cram for an exam uh, for finals week. And uh, I decided to put on Gerald's Game. And it's about this lady who I don't know if you guys have seen it or whatever. I but have. it's you have seen it? Well, I have, I've seen the trailer. Okay. So. so, Bryce, to recap quickly. Oh, boy. Um, it's about this lady and this guy, their husband and wife. And they go to this cabin kind of in the secluded area to go kind of like rekindle their marriage because they've kind of been like on the rocks for a oh, while. No. Um, the, st- the husband is, um, I'm forgetting his real name, but he played Captain Pike in Star Trek, the new Star Trek. Oh, um, Bruce, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. He's voiced Batman a few times. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, so he's the husband, he's Gerald and, um, he and she are like, oh, we're going to rekindle our relationship. And so like, they have like a cute day out and they 
whatever, whatever. There's a dog that they see, whatever. <gasps> Anyways, dog. long story right, short, they are like, oh, let's rekindle our relationship by having some like, for any for any uh, uh, PG audiences out there that are listening, I, I will be quick and frank about this description. So they decide to have some uh, kinky bed fun. And of so he, did you say of course? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> some, some, um, some pillow fights. So yeah, exactly. Some... Just that. Um, so he handcuffs her to the bed. And they're, like, getting hot and heavy. And she gets freaked out because he's getting, like, way too into this. And she is, like, not into it at all. So she tells him to stop. He stops. And, like, as he's about to uncuff her, um, he has a heart attack and dies. Oh, no. So she's handcuffed to a bed <laughs> in the middle. We've all been in that situation. Right. I, I don't know about you. but um, So she's handcuffed to a bed in this, like, secluded cabin, like, pretty far away from, like, her next neighbors um, with the house is unlocked. Also, that's that's oh. um, established earlier in the film is the house is unlocked. They forgot to lock the door. See, before they here's started the it. here's the rookie mistake they made. You always lock your house before you before you start having that bed fun. All <laughs> but you learn that after your first so, time. So he dies. He dies, and I'm not, trying not to spoil this film, but um, he dies very early on in the film, so that's not really a spoiler. Um, and she for the next like three to four days is chained to this bed. So not only is she like starving and thirsty, but she's like hallucinating too. Like she begins to hallucinate because she is so hungry. She's so stressed out and stuff like that. Um, She begins to hallucinate her dead husband like that. He's alive. Um, And he's like walking around and he's like the manifestation of like all of her like self doubts and stuff like that. He's like, oh, like you're not going to make it out of this. Like you've always been really weak, like blah, blah, blah. Um, And then she begins to hallucinate like a version of herself that like she wants to be. That's like, bust out of those chains like you can do it like blah blah and like it's actually like it's a really really good movie um and there's like a weird plot twist in the middle of during the middle of the night one night she wakes up and the hallucination of her husband isn't there and the hallucination of herself isn't there there's a very big tall man in the corner and she doesn't know if he's real or not and he comes back every night um great he comes back every night with a suitcase full of jewelry and skin and bones and she doesn't know if he's real. All things real. that you bring in your suitcase. And he doesn't talk. Um, well, he, he a little what bit. What do you need to say? He, he doesn't really talk. And he is like he's like very disfigured. He's like slender man-ish tall um, with like those types of proportions. Um, but he's very thick, like wide. Not T-H-I-C-C, but <laughs> T-H-I-C-K, the regular type of thick. Um, and he's very big hands and like a very like bulbous type of head. Um, and she doesn't know if he's real or not. And like that's like the thing that like keeps coming back like every night um yeah no i recommend it it spooked me a little bit there's one scene at the end that like really grossed me out where um somebody i'm just gonna be frank um somebody gets partially skinned um it was yeah it was a little gross um all of the skin comes off of somebody's hand um like basically from like the wrist to like the knuckles and it's, like, in, like, pretty vivid detail. And I just, like, the whole time I was sitting there, like, clutching my hand, like, the same hand that, that would be happening on on the actor. And I was, like, <gasps> I was like, oh, God. I was, like, I'm usually pretty good at horror films. Like, mm-hmm. I can watch Hellraiser, like, not blink an eye. Like, I thought all those movies were, like, weird. But, like, like that, like, type of, like, campy horror where you're, like, oh, like, that's very obviously, like, a stupid fake exploding head or something like that. Or, like, Evil Dead, where, like, I think those movies are, like, funny because they're so outrageously, like, over-the-top outlandish. But, like, this one was, like, just on that, like, uncanny valley type of horror where you're, like, ooh, that almost looks like real skin. Like, oh, stop it. Like, so there's a couple, like, horror hardlines I have. Skinning is one of them. Lobotomies are the other. Um, So anybody who gets a lobotomy while skinned would probably make me pass out. Just throwing that out there. Don't know if that's a real horror film. But I saw you take a real deep breath, so I know that probably, like squicks you as well like so in game of thrones like when the boltons like flay people oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like i would have a hard time like they when they showed the old woman who oh, was like yeah, sansa's guardian her. who got flayed and i was like oh i was like i can't look my boyfriend's and... like look babe i was like no stop it i was like you know this is weird for me i don't like it so i don't mean to end things on a really negative sounds like, sounds like her boyfriend's getting under her skin get out all right that's all right. where we're gonna end the podcast go. so <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, this wraps up this episode of The Raving Geeks. I am uh, co-host Jordan Hermony. I'm Steve Tiemann, your other co-host. And I'm our Bryce. Guest. I'm the guy who wanders in. He's the, he's the guy that we just kind of let wander into the podcast, haven't told to shoe fly or go <laughs> home yet. So if you straight. are interested in more episodes of The Raving Geeks, you can check us out online at our Twitter, at Raving Geeks. You can check us out on Facebook at The Raving Geeks. Um, you can also check us out at... Uh, um, on iTunes at uh, Central Michigan Life Podcast, um, where we have a number of other podcasts. We have Ringmasters. We have Air, uh, Podcast 51, our supernatural um, sort of cryptids podcast. We have Maroon and Bold that covers CMU sports. Um, Ringmasters, that I mentioned previously, covers professional wrestling. We have a plethora of different topics to cover. Um, you can also check us out at cm-life.com or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Um, anything else they need to know, Steve? Go watch The Room. Get hyped for Avengers. That's it. All right, and we will catch you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.